0: Are you wanting to create a highly prosperous photography business doing what you love? Or maybe you have a great business already and want to up your game. Then you're in the right place. Master craftsman photographer Lucy Dumas and her guests are here to support you on your journey. Now here's your hostess and tour guide, Lucy. The currency of real networking is not greed, but generosity. That's a quote by Keith Ferrazzi. And I want to welcome you all so much to The Profitable Photographer again. This is a solo episode, and I will be sharing my thoughts about how supporting other businesses can make yours thrive and grow in a huge way. And before I do that, I always think I should say something like, check out my website or, um, you know, let's talk. And so, just consider that I've shared all of that. (laughs) It's always kind of awkward for me to start these talks. And it's especially hard for me to do the solo episodes because I really thrive on the back and forth. That being said, I'm just going to jump in and talk about alliances today. So having alliances with other businesses is a great way to have Wonderful referrals because when somebody is sharing you with their client base, what they're saying to their clients is, "You're amazing," and so that kind of um, that that kind of referral, that kind of acknowledgement, has a lot of power. And so I'm going to start with um, just a gift certificate. Option. Uh, You know, I could, I'm going to try to go into other um, aspects of networking, but uh, initially I want to focus on a gift certificate program and how that can grow your business in a way that helps another business have uh, happy clients, referrals, and return clients. So the first thing that's important is to, of course, make a connection with. Uh, an, a company that serves the same kind of client that you do. So for me, I'm in the higher end, I like working with people who have um, a certain amount of like play money, meaning they could easily spend three, four, five thousand dollars every month. On something for fun and they still, or, you know, something they love and still be saving, paying all their bills, planning for retirement, travel, all the good things. I also love clients and, and, um, he, Charles Lewis didn't originate the term warm, fuzzy, but when he teaches, he says, we want those warm, fuzzy people. And that's who I want as well. And I want people who are family oriented, people with kids or couples that have been with each other for a number of years. doesn't have to be babies, could be large family groups, but people that um, have the appreciation for quality, for service, who are friendly, who have the money to spend and who appreciate photography. One of the things I learned early on is there's four types of people. There are people who can afford what we offer and love it. There are people who can well afford it, but they could care less. There's people who would love what we have, but they honestly do not have the money for it. And there's people who can't afford it and don't want it. So My job initially with marketing is to find people that not only can afford what I do, but love it and want it as long as I can help them understand why they would want to work with me. And that's what you want to do as well. So then looking for businesses that um, cater to a similar kind of client is a great way to um, expand our um, circle of influence. Now, when I did weddings, and if you've listened, or you look back on some of my solos, I went into depth about how networking in the wedding industry was how I marketed. And I almost did nothing else other than a bridal show every, well, twice a year. And even at the bridal shows, half of the reason I was there was to network, to meet uh, new people in that service industry, um, to kind of reinforce and say hello again to people that I already appreciated, to when I was talking to someone at the bridal show, sending that bride over to my cake baker, my caterer, my florist that happened to have a booth. So, the biggest thing I did besides that, um, and we'll talk about this, you know, we have to be good at what we do. So people want to refer us, but I just always, because I wanted everyone to have a great day, even if I couldn't be there and I wanted the people that I liked working with to have a lot of work too. I just was like the queen of referrals back then. And, I'd have to stop and think there certainly must be a way to do an alliance program, an affiliate gift certificate program in the wedding industry. Um, But I'm going to go more general. Okay, so let's get to the meat a little bit of what I'm talking about. So, an affiliate program is where I give them gift certificates that they gift their ideal clients that are also my ideal clients. They don't pay for this session, but the the gift certificate has a nice value that feels really special for their clients to receive it. So for example, um, I've worked with landscape architects, realtors, um, people have used car dealers, jewelry stores, bridal shops, if I did pets, I've got a long list of people that I would think of for affiliate marketing using this gift certificate program, Um, boutique pet stores, groomers, vets that really give personal service and are in my ideal client area, which by the way, is not near me. I have to, if I'm going to clients home, it's usually between 25 minutes to an hour to my ideal client. So uh, as a children, family photographer, I look for places in, there's a couple areas in San Diego that are perfect. So I look for businesses where we share the same client base and the gift certificate program, you uh, would donate. Okay, gonna back up on that. So the program is one where the company sends a thank you gift after a client does something or it could be something they do once a year for their their best clients, although it's nice to spread it out month to month. But if somebody has a really big sale or buys uh, a house in my ideal neighborhood or With the landscape architect, uh, she gave them out to people that had had some, you know, a full out landscaping job that spent, um, you know, a good chunk of change. And so it was her thank you gift. People have done it with orthodontists, where once the kids get the braces off, then they send a gift certificate. And um, that program, there's a little little more to it when you're doing the uh, wall of smiles uh, idea with orthodontists, but it's all the same principle. I recommend that it, they don't hand it to them, that you have beautiful packaging and a gift certificate that looks very luxury and that the, um, the company mails it to them. In a, in a lovely box, or uh, at least in a nice mailer. Um, one of my coaching clients, they hand deliver, it's a car dealership, and they hand deliver this beautiful presentation uh, with a bottle of wine, I think, to their clients. It's a town that this, the town is small enough that You know, they wouldn't be driving for hours and hours. So, presentation is everything. Um, I'm the same way with my own thank you gifts for my clients. I mail them out in a lovely box, I don't include it in delivery. I think getting something in the mail is so powerful, especially these days when we get so much junk in the mail. At least I do, don't you? (laughs) So, for example, if you have a gift certificate that's $500 and your session fee is normally 300 and your eight by tens are $150, then you can give a $500 gift certificate and they have $200 credit to spend on products. So you want to defocus on the eight by 10 and have it be the money credit. And when you do, let's say $200 and you're Lowest priced item is 150, then they'll have a little money left over. So that would encourage them to, if they were trying to just really be economical, they don't like to leave money on the table. So they might add at least one small print. Um, so the moral of that story is not to make it a, a single item. And $200 to me sounds like a lot more than. An eight by 10, that maybe it's just me. But um, now, if you were going to do something like a 16 by 20, let's say it's a very high-end business, um, then I would do a size and not a money value. Unless the lowest thing on your price menu is just a little less than, than the price of a 16 by 20. But what we don't want them to do is have like $700 credit. And instead of getting that wall portrait as the thank you gift, they, you know, get some smalls. So um, so let's see. Anyway, so nice gift certificate, hand delivered or mailed to clients. Like, let's say it's a spa. It might be someone who books a year long package that's quite expensive, or it might be somebody that's come in frequently and brought a bunch of friends. And then that would inspire the owner to send out a gift certificate. Um, yeah. So I think I've got that covered. One of the things of course, that's important is that you, your own personal presentation, your branding, your work, your personality, how professional you look is very important. If you're going to attract a high-end business that would be happy to share and gift this gift certificate to their ideal clients. Um, so you want to make sure now you don't have to be the international photographer of the year best you know creative perfect photographer ever in the history of ever you do need to be doing nice work that people enjoy that people would purchase i know for some people that's like yeah da, but for others i think it is easy to feel like you're not good enough to do something like this if your work isn't you know super award-winning so um Most people actually err on the side of undervaluing their work uh, in addition to not putting out enough effort marketing. So I am sure that your work is good enough to do this program. Now, is your branding clear? Do you know how to stand out and be likable? People that are a little more introverted, I just read a really good book called quiet. and it's about the advantage of being an introvert, how that can work for people. I, I think I mentioned that in a solo episode recently. But so someone that is is not like, ta da, 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 here I am, pay attention to me, here's all my jokes. I'm gonna sing and dance. Those people are fun and likable, but so are people that are a little quieter. Maybe even at times they're better listeners. Um, better at the smaller one-on-one communication. So I want you to set aside your thought of, well, I'm too quiet or too introverted to make this work because you can do it. And if you, want my recommendation, listen to that book or read that book called Quiet. <laughs> um, I hope I'm not babbling today. I'm, it's so weird when I'm doing solo. So I'm just trying to squeeze out in a perfectly imperfect way suggestions for this program. So let's see. The other thing that's important. So you need to have the good branding. You need to you know know how to make people feel comfortable around you. You know, aka likable, look professional, uh, be knowledgeable, and you also need to know how to take. A hot prospect who, whether it's a Facebook giveaway or um, an art show where you're doing an enter to win option and people get free sessions or this affiliate program where they're being gifted a session, you have to learn how to take that opportunity and turn it into a great sale. Now, of course, it starts with, you have to make sure it gets in the hands of those people that I mentioned earlier, that are your ideal clients. Um, and just a little aside, because sometimes people can think like, oh, does this mean I can't work for people who, you know, live in a, in a non-affluent part of town? And, you know, am I judging? No. I'm just talking about where I market, but I do get people from all over San Diego contacting me and some people are not wealthy, but it's important to them and they find the money. Um, I think I've told this story before, but I have a wonderful client who lives in a very small house, uh, two small bedrooms, not a very big living room, small kitchen. She ordered two wall portraits for the living room, two for the kids' bedrooms, and one for their own bedroom, mom and dad. And the investment, when she was like, looked at the bottom line um, offer that I was making for what she wanted, she said, I've never even paid this much for a car, but it was important to her. And I set up a payment plan so that within six months, it was all paid off. And now it is still um, really her favorite possessions in her home because her kids now are off to college and they're totally different. But here she gets to always enjoy them when they were, I think like seven and nine or something on a beautiful afternoon at the beach. So that was a little bunny trail. (laughs) So ideal clients can be everywhere, but as we've always Already we, it's just me here. Um, (laughs) I've already said is you want to make sure that this is um these are going out to people that more highly so that's good grammar that are more highly likely to be able to afford what you offer and to want what you afford and to be fun to work with. So um finding those businesses and Building a relationship with them is the first start of this. But then you need to know, this is getting back to my point number two, you need to know to turn that into a great sale. And uh, if you were coaching with me or when I offer this, which should be soon, um, I offer a group program where I teach step-by-step over a six-month period how to sell and it's not like you don't you don't have enough knowledge right away to do that when you're in this program but my superpower is selling 3 to 7 or 8 wall portraits per client and then also teaching you how to do it it's a formula it's fun it's not salesy it really goes down to making relationships making connections and having people see you as their trusted advisor so anyway so you need to know how to make the big sale after you get um, you know, a big fish on the hook. Part of the challenge of this is not only finding, but building the relationships with vendors that would love to have this opportunity and understands from you how this can help them in their business, to have repeat business, a referrals, a really positive feeling about their business. Um, one of the things that I did not know until I'd been in networking groups for years is that for us, I find networking groups, it's kind of hard to have a lot of family portrait sessions from a networking group, but everybody knows some people who are are high-end vets or an orthodontist or a car dealer or a jewelry store or a spa or a lawyer or a makeup artist or a very high-end salon, Um, skincare specialists, floral designers, realtors, furniture stores, what else? Art galleries, charities. Can be um, an option with this. If someone makes a certain donation, they can be sent a thank you gift of of your services. Hospitals, private schools, you know, somebody. I don't know. Anyway, there's a lot of potential out there. How you build a connection with them. Don't want to just jump in and say, "Hi, I'm so and so photography." Uh, well, a would you put my cards out? Would you tell your clients about me? Of course. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Um, or Hey, I'm so-and-so and I have this affiliate program. I'd like to tell you about, no, you need to form a relationship. It's great to have a referral. Anytime I do, or recommend that somebody is doing a program, like a model call or a, an enter to win, that they have a question of who do you recommend that is a small business owner. So then you can have this referral kind of indirectly where you say, you know, Sally Johnson uh, mentioned that she loves working with you. And so that's an in. Asking people to lunch, meeting them for coffee, always connecting with the person that is the decision maker. That's very important. Providing opportunities to photograph them so that they're big fans. So, you know, that's a potentially much more strategic solo episode slash conversation to have about how you form those relationships. But if I page back to where I said networking groups, um, having an ask at a networking group for a particular kind of business you're looking for is a great way to get hot leads less directly than uh, just somebody who might know somebody that wants a portrait session. If they know somebody that owns a car dealership and will refer you to them, you know, you get that nice entree. I like that word. Where my throat is kind of dry and scratchy because in California, here in San Diego, we're having uh, what's called Santa Ana conditions, which is desert winds. So um, that's why I'm a little like today. (laughs) Anywho. Okay. Um, You also want to be looking for businesses that have a good mailing list themselves. Um, When you've got a connection with Some great businesses. You can even do events. You can swap where you give thank you gifts to your clients or from their services. Anywho, did I get distracted from myself? I think I just went squirrel here (laughs) because I don't have bullet points right now. But anyway, you want to make the connection, you want to make friends in the industry. And that it was so easy in the wedding industry because there's umpteen you know, thousands and thousands of potential business partners, we'll call them, in the industry. In uh, the portrait world, it can be a little more challenging, but it's out there. Even country clubs, that would be interesting. So I think I've covered the basics on this. So just to review, it's a gift certificate program with a money value value. That includes enough to buy at least one small print and perhaps have a little leftover. Uh, You need to know how to sell. You need to be professional and likable and have your, you don't have to be perfect with the perfect website. As long as someone can log in, there's consistent look. You've got some great photographs that, Grab people right away. You have an about me page where you are sharing some things about you that are reasons someone would hire you. Um you need to create a really nice gift certificate and have it be delivered. You need to make a nice connection with the um with the decision makers in businesses. If I just didn't say this enough times, you need to know how to take a free session of any kind that has been delivered to your potentially ideal client. You need to know how to make that work for you. So many people say, oh, I've tried auctions. They don't work. I've tried this. I've tried that. They don't work. And, and I ask them how good they are at doing sales how confident do they have a system and they don't um so one other little tip when you're doing this is it's very important that you get the contact information somehow so that you can follow up and phone call phone call phone calls are to me the best way to do this um now i know a lot of people don't answer the phone these days When I make a call, I know they're going to see the voicemail. And then I also send a quick text and say, this is Lucy Dumas. I'm following up. You received a gift certificate from, you know, so-and-so realtor. And I just wanted to connect and see if we could uh, chat a bit about how you might want to use your gift. And really as simple as possible. In the text. Um, Yeah, so if they're not willing to share that information, or if it's so confidential that they can't, it may not work. Um, So, you know, everything needs to be strategic. Now, there are some easy ways to start connecting uh, with potential ideal partners. And also get some nice income. And that is from donating to charitable organizations. And especially if they're having an auction, I think live auctions are coming back. um, But I do know that there have been even online action, online auctions that have worked for people. Um, One of the nice things with that is when you are donating to an event that is attracting your ideal clients. So of course, one of the neat opportunities when you're donating to charities, uh, as long as they have an audience that is their ideal clients, is that you form some relationships with the people involved in this nonprofit. So there's lots of potential to do a program it is a thank you gift program, or it could even be a fundraiser for them that is on a bigger scale than a single donation. Also, I encourage people to attend and um, check out who else has donated. And if it looks like a, a potential business that you could align with, that's another nice way to say, Hey, I was at. Uh, the children's hospital fundraiser last weekend. And I saw that you donated a nice prize and I loved what you did. And I looked up your website and um, I just really like to get to know you better and potentially refer, refer you to my clients. So looking for all those little ways where you can kind of jump, jump to the front of the line, sort of, um, and have a conversation starter, uh, you know, I want you to be on the lookout for that. Keep your mind working about how can you connect to those dots? I think that might be all I have to say today. Hmm. Um, Just to have you be thinking about ways that you can leverage. Oh, no, I have another idea. Um, So when you're really putting effort into forming relationships with like-minded businesses that serve similar clients to you, there's potential for you to form a, a group that supports each other. One of my clients, and if you look back all the way to like episode 10 or something, my friend, uh, Jenny Edwards, who ended up officially coaching her for a while. I helped her set up what she calls the circle of friends group. And they meet once a month in the morning just to share. And it's a group of people that serve the wedding industry primarily. Um, So they, and then they have a happy hour uh, once a quarter where people bring other potential new members. And it's not a formal thing other than they have a little structure uh, at at coffee or breakfast time. It gives her the opportunity to like create a little event and have uh, one of the cake bakers there with little treats and have uh, a a jewelry person show their wares and have gift certificates and a little packet. So um, anywho, there's lots of ways to get great work from doing this. And so many of my great guests have shared their own focus. Um, What I loved uh, going back, I think Thomas Morelli, uh, he listed a ton of ways to get clients and said, we need to have at least three or four consistently. So this is not everything. And it's also more of a long range, It's not like I need money now, 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 now. (laughs) Like a a Facebook um, ad might have more direct, fairly quick um, attraction. But having this at play on a regular basis, going out to your ideal clients is a great way to have good, consistent work week after week, month after month. So... That is all I've got to say this it's Saturday about noon for me here in San Diego. And I'm just so excited that people keep listening. And I would love to hear from you. I especially would like you to either you could ask me on Facebook or you could email uh, me a question that you'd like for me to answer at my next solo episode. I'm I'm trying to put together a Q&A, so I need some cues <laughs> and um, hope you're doing well. I believe in you. That's what I want you to know. No matter where you are, no matter who you are, if this is your driving passion, if this is something you're fully committed to, you can make this business work. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. <laughs> all right. Uh, that's all. Big hugs. Bye.